Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Blacksmith Furnace with myself, Pete, a man like Mo, Sweet. out here. Robert couldn't make it for whatever reason. Um, I still don't remember or know why he couldn't make it. However, he can't make it, luckily. So, <laughs> shout out. Should be good. Shout out to Bobby A, who hates me calling him Bobby A, but I'm going to keep on calling him Bobby A. Alright. You're I, like one of them guys that you know people hate being poked, so you just sit there looking absolutely. at them and just poking them. Absolutely. Dare, I dare you absolutely. to do something. <laughs> I wish a brother would. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, Alright, I've got some questions. Mm. Obviously, there's an ulterior motive to this. Mm-hmm. I'll just put that out there. However, quick question. A guy joins a church mm-hmm. and a month, two months, three months, four months, you meet the guy again. He, mm-hmm. You know him from before, you meet him again and having met him, all of a sudden he's talking about Christ, mm-hmm. he's talking about God, he's talking about prayer. You meet him on a different occasion and he's outside preaching the gospel, like, like mm. talking to people about God, wanting people to come to mm. know God or at least just talking about come to come to God mm. so you've seen this transformation in his life mm. is that would you recommend people go to that church based on your experience of seeing this guy go from A to B and showing some of the fruits of a life that's been transformed would you recommend people going to that church <laughs> <laughs> If you can see how Peter's looking at me right now, yeah? <laughs> it is a leading question. It is a trap. It's one of those ones, you know it's a trap. Yeah. But I need you to jump in. <laughs> Careful, no. Mm-hmm. Do um, do research on the church? Yeah, I'll go do research on the church. I'll do research on the church. And plus, his growth may not be attributed to his church. Okay. It may very well be a case of he's got a hunger for God. Mm. And in spite of the failures of his church, he's still doing his Bible study. <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> he's still doing his Bible study. Like yeah. he's digging into theology. He's mm. digging into different teachers, different mm. preachers. Mm. So the Sunday is almost like just the communal fellowship. Okay. But okay. where he's actually drawing his doctrine from is somewhere different. Mm. And the reason I say that, and that was my immediate reaction, is because that was my... That was okay. what I went through. Okay, yeah. Okay. So it was very okay. much like there was growth, mm. but it wasn't predominantly because of where I was on a Sunday. Mm. It okay. was because of what I was doing during the week. Got you. Um, yeah. So yeah, like I was right. listening to guys and going doing different things, which then bled into what I was doing at church. At church yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I didn't factor that into the trap, so that's fine. <laughs> I did expect you to say, you know, we're going to do your research. However, here's because we're talking about a real person here. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that this person is only the way they are because of their involvement in church, mm-hmm. in this yeah. hypothetical church. Yeah. So with that in mind. Okay. Again. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> um, like I'm not biting. No. Do you know what? It's, it's like knowing who I am. Mm. I would have a doctrinal co- a conversation of this person. Mm, mm, okay. And I think you you have done that. Yeah, um, yeah. And if the doctrinal conversation with the person is sounding, oh, raw, okay, cool. All right. Then I'll be like, you might want to consider this place because mm. I've seen someone who's 
showing good fruits you might want to consider it and if you um so i almost i wouldn't it would be a recommendation based on go and have a look Mm. and if you like it that might be somewhere Mm. that you can go Mm. um but and i think there'll still be that that like um so I think it will be it will be recommended not just based on the person's theology or the person's activity, but based on how the person has been able to serve. Because I feel okay. like um, as Christians, yes is what comes into us, but also what comes out of us. Okay. So good teaching and everything coming in, but it's mm. also like how is that coming out? So it's like, and I feel as though for a Christian, we shouldn't just go to church to be consumers. We should serve in our church, in our mm. local establishments, mm. whether it's by stacking chairs, whether mm. it's by like sweeping up behind, like any way you, any way or any how you can serve, yeah. get involved and serve. Mm. Um, it's, it's, a, it's like it's a collective of people mm. and we need that collective for that collective to work. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I believe that, it, so I think one of the main things that I look at in the church is how can I serve? Okay. Not necessarily within the leadership capacity or anything like that, but even if it's can I stack chairs? Can mm. I do this? Can I like after communion? Do you need someone to wash the cups? Can I do that? Mm. Like how can I serve practically? Okay. Um, and and so I'll be looking at from the perspective of this person has had the opportunity to do that, mm. and he has he has grown as a result of it as as well as from the teachings and stuff that he's gotten mm. now i know that this is a trap so i'm mm. waiting to see like one heretical whatever or to be fair to be fair yeah yeah it's a, it was a failed it was a failed trap i'll, I'll put it <laughs> out there you can relax now it's failed however i think what you said especially about having that doctrinal conversation mm. that that leads perfectly on to the point I, i'm trying to make mm. so there's two points and i want to bench one for now the f- one i want to bench is this idea of is it worth having a doctrinal conversation with everyone regardless of where they are in their faith because or at the expense or at the potential expense of shaking their faith Mm. i want to bench that for now but i want to go back to the doctrinal conversation because so it's it's a friend i went to spac nation oh and that person's kind of like life and everything kind of mirrors another friend i know that went to jehovah's witness Mm. which is more classically mm-hmm. a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got me thinking because I, mm. Mm. especially with this person mm. from SPAC Nation, I was like, initially I was like, do I want to tell her that like we almost trashed the church on our on mm. our podcast? But I was like, nah, what, what benefit would that be? Mm. We almost trashed the church. We didn't trash it. We said God could be working in the midst yeah. of it. So cool. But then I just was like, what do you, what do you guys think? Mm. And, like as soon as i said that it was almost immediately like not a prepared response but a response that obviously has come from the top down mm. and has come as a result of they are actually facing so so how do you guys deal with like the social media backlash mm. and stuff like that people calling you guys cults obviously you lean into it yeah you've got a video that says yeah. i'll be a cult yeah and she was like yeah it's social media and you know that's what you expect it's just persecution but then when you're in the church it's different i'm like okay it does sound like uh we've seen that this is what we're going through we're mm. we're addressing it so everyone kind of is on the same page in the church mm. However, it was then, I think, um, like, later on, we are just talking about... Well, actually, she, she was talking to someone else about what they're doing in church now. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about fasting and prayer. And she was talking about it much more personally mm. than just a prepared response. Yeah. This was her experience. Mm-hmm. 
now given i've known somewhat her life and then like i i can see a change mm. based on her going there and then just interactions and observing things she's saying about what she's doing at church and mm. stuff knowing that okay the church has had this effect on her mm-hmm. and then hearing like hearing growth mm-hmm. i struggled or i started thinking wait is this indicative of me being somewhat doctrine like am i am i focused too much on hearing the right doctrines mm. that i'm ignoring the fruit mm. that are being birthed in people mm-hmm. and it came back to what Ade said like last month on that podcast saying god works in the midst of it mm-hmm. so maybe you can't articulate the doctrine mm-hmm. maybe you've got wrong doctrine mm-hmm. however if god's still working in it should mm. I still be turning my nose up to it? Mm. And just being the reflective person I am, and I'm sure you probably would think the same, started thinking, am I being the Pharisee that wanted to obey the law to the letter? Or not wanted to obey, but wanted to see the law obeyed to the mm-hmm. letter to the extent <laughs> I of like that. <laughs> don't heal this person on the Sabbath because it's a Sabbath yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and I started asking myself those kind of questions. So I just wanted to kind of present that to you. Like what what do you think? Like mm. So is, is that more important? Is seeing or hearing someone articulate correct doctrine more important than seeing the fruits being birthed in a person? Mm-hmm. I think um, sometimes we have experiences that we don't yet have the language for. Mm. So sometimes we have experiences of God that we don't yet have the language for. Yeah. And as we yeah. grow, that's when we have the language for it. And mm. so, um, so like predestination we have an experience when we come to God yeah, of like, yeah. there's nothing in me that actively Ho- hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. he's like, oh God, I chose you come into my yeah. life. Mm. But it's like, there's nothing in me like empty. I came to the cross and mm. I got everything. Mm. And there's that notion of you don't have the language for it initially, but, that experience is still there. Yeah. And as you grow in faith, as you're exposed to different things, you don't, Oh, that relates to this. Oh, it wasn't just me, blah, 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 this mm-hmm. and that. And even mm-hmm. sometimes um, you go through periods where you feel like God is afar from you and he's, he's not hearing your prayers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then you go through the Psalms and you realize that David faced the same mm-hmm. and other preachers faced the same. So mm-hmm. it's like you um, go through something, but you don't quite have the language to express what you're going through yet or don't, the biblical terminologies yeah. Yeah. To, to express it. Mm-hmm. And yes, I wholeheartedly agree in that the, the experiences give weight to the doctrine Mm. um the doctrines are like spirit and truth they both go hand in hand Mm. um but at the same time it's like the spirit will lead you to truth and the truth will lead you to the spirit Mm. hopefully Mm. well that's how it should work biblically anyways Mm. um and so i am hesitant when we make doctrine out of experiences Mm. but at the same time the bible is a collection of experiences Mm -hmm funny enough yeah. which God has now carefully said, orchestrated carefully yeah. orchestrated yeah. and it's like or <laughs> yeah. woven in together to, into one one story yeah. and like experiences don't necessarily do that mm. experiences aren't obligated mm. to be woven to, to adhere to one story mm. so to mm. have like countless centuries worth of um, experiences and history and perspectives that are so happen to wo- be woven into what one um, story mm. is not just a coincidence. Yeah. Um, so yes, 
but at the same time we can't make doctrine out of our experiences mm -hmm. our, our experiences need to be brought into submission into the word of god into the spirit of god and who he is yeah. mm -hmm. um but our experiences give weight to yeah, those doctrine yeah. stuff mm. um but one thing that as you were mentioning it i was struggling with is so paul after his conversion mm. went out and stuff well he stayed he stayed a little while before mm. he actually started to go out and preach and yeah. stuff mm. he he fasted for three days mm -hmm. and i think even afterwards he went out and started preaching but he then went back to jerusalem and then like had meetings and stuff like that mm. and i think it was like three years before he actually moves more fully into his ministry mm. and it's mo most often when i see people who have been in churches or churches that have been churning out people that are literally coming to the church and then within a week or two are on fire are going out are doing stuff are cultish mm. and i know that some people might gasp may gasp when they hear that and stuff but most expressions of churches that i have seen that are doing that i'm just like there's something unhealthy about the means in which they're they are um, achieving those things Mm -hmm. um, and there's a sort of um, ideology behind it that is unhealthy so um, I'm not going to mention a church but there was another church that was very youth orientated mm. and in Croydon they'll be out in the in their masses just so you know what church is <laughs> yep they'll be <laughs> out in, in Croydon their, kind of yep. knows what church is yeah they'll be out in their masses just preaching yeah like the leader of the hope dealers was is from this church. Mm. Well, I know him from this church, and scratched the surface. It was cultish, mm. but it's it's masked in zeal. It's masked in we're on fire for the Lord. We need mm. to go out and win souls. It's all about the souls. Mm. Um, but you don't care about the souls. Mm. You don't really love the souls. You're just doing this to be just like, yeah, we're getting, we're winning the souls. And it's like, they are um, getting young couples and you're saying, yep, go plant a church there, go plant a church there. And it seems as though there is mass expansion, mm. but these people are broken. Like we've, we, there was a pastor that was le leading the church of his wife, tutus, he's moving to girls in the gym. He's trying to self dodgy um, memberships and stuff. And it's like, and you're a pastor, yo. It's so difficult when you know faces. You know, like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, yo, yeah, and you're yeah, a pastor, really. and you like you had that proud, that pride to say to me, "Yo, I'm pastoring a church." Yeah. And then the very next week, you're trying to sell me a dodgy membership, and I'm like, "Rah, mm. where's your accountability? Mm. Where is that person?" Obviously, it's like, the, like your accountability won't be able to hold you accountable for every single thing you do. Yeah, but no. they should be checking your character. They should be working with you and ensuring that you are like walking the path that you're supposed to walk. Mm. Your struggles and stuff, you can walk, you can talk to them through it. And so, um, now I know that early acts, um, members were added to them daily, this and that. But it's like, again, with people like Paul, he has spent his entire life in the word. He has spent his entire life being taught. Um, the disciples had spent three years with Jesus. Mm. So it wasn't a case of, and then they went out, but mm. it was the case of there was some sort of investment. Mm. Like God had taken everything that Paul knew and like gave him new eyes to see it. 
Mm. And he even then, he even spent time digesting that mm. before he went out. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Paul says, don't give people, like don't give new converts a position of power mm. or put them into positions of power or influence. Uh, now I know that from what you're saying, this girl might not necessarily hold a position of power, official mm-hmm. position of power. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't necessarily fall into that. It's just, it's just I am against um, pushing people into positions they're not prepared for or mm. prepped for. Mm. Um, so I would rather you spend, I would rather me spend hours with you in the dojo before I put you in a sparring match, mm. knowing that you're not ready for the spar. Or even if I put you in a spar, I'll be like, nah, let's go light, mm. taster. Mm. And then we go back into the dojo and we can work on it. So it's not like, ah, you want to come do Kyokushin? Cool, jump in the ring. Mm. But rather we're going through kata. We're going through conditioning. We're going through the, the grading stuff. We're teaching you. Yeah. And then we put you into the, into, into the, uh, the, the ring. That's what, mm. And so for me, and that takes a longer time. Mm. So a, a gym who is able to churn out fighters, like someone joins and boom, they're fighting. I'll be apprehensive. Obviously, it will sound good. It will look good on their on their books. Mm. But I'm like, by what means are you getting this? Mm. And for someone who knows the martial art, will know that it shouldn't be like this. Mm. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But then I'm that's it's slightly different from what I'm talking about because okay. what what I'm asking is is seeing fruit. Mm-hmm. It's seeing fruit without. So I didn't necessarily even have a conversation about doctrine mm-hmm. but it was seeing the fruit and if i remove that my need to hear or see mm. good doctrine does that then invalidate the fruit so if if i'm looking at if i'm taking it from what what you're talking about which i completely agree even even um is it james is it james that said we shouldn't all want to be teachers yeah. because they'll receive a, a hush yeah. like there's something where you, you don't just go for those positions lightly. If yeah. you do, you probably don't really know what they are. Um, but then if you're... <laughs> so that kind of defeats the purpose where you've got a pastor who's sending dodgy memberships because you're not seeing the fruits. Yeah. Then the fruit's not real. Mm. But where you are, like literally through your interactions, and I guess it was it's two interactions really, it's maybe 10 minutes of conversation altogether. Mm. However, if there are genuine fruits from a place where you we know maybe we know that their doctrine hmm. isn't right which one which one outweighs which do you get what I mean mm-hmm. um so again this this is still in a major span in the works but um sometimes the fruit we see especially like outward and stuff um isn't necessarily fruits of the spirit Okay. Okay. So, mm. um, Bill Gates gives a lot of money away. He's very generous. He's very compassionate. That's not a fruit of the spirit. He, like he's not. Yeah, you from know, what you we know, know what his spirituality. From is. from what we know, he's not Christian. I don't know. He actually. might be. I know. Is, I know. Jobs I, was Buddhist or whatever he was, but yeah, I did. I don't know. So it's like yeah. some for some people that like being compassionate mm. doesn't make you Christian. 
Mm-hmm. But being a Christian should lead you to, towards being compassionate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so displaying certain fruits doesn't automatically make you a Christian, but being a Christian should lead you towards this, displaying these these different characteristics. Mm. Um, and so just a display of the um, of the fruits isn't always a sure tell sign that this person is a Christian. Mm. And so even then I'll be hesitant. Mm. I'll be I'll not necessarily hesitant in the terms of, oh, don't come next to me or anything like that, but more so... Um, I will be looking at spirit and truth. I will mm. be looking at your grasp of Jesus, who he is to you and stuff like that. Now I know that you can have the best doctrine and the worst attitude, mm. or you can have the best attitude and the worst doctrine. Mm. Um, but again, it's who Jesus is to you mm. and stuff like that. So yeah, I, 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 there's like, yeah, it, I've, I've been in church long in Well, I haven't been in church long enough, but I've been, working in here for uh, for a little while to have recognized that yeah some people are just kind-hearted and they they invest in a cause without necessarily um having a conviction so one story that really shocked me was paul washer was talking about his wife and how both him and his wife were, were Christians and his wife was like leading um, the missionary trips and stuff like that and blah, 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 this and that. And he was like, right, like I really love your heart for God and stuff like that. But as they were, and as they were courting, as they got married and stuff, he, re- he recognised that it's works. Mm. She isn't trusting in the faith. She isn't mm. relying in the faith. Mm. And it was during when he was preaching one time and his wife was listening that she actually was struck by that. Mm. And then she gave her life Mm. after all of those years of everything that she was doing. Mm. And so church activity isn't necessarily equals to by faith, not by works. Mm. Mm. So so I'm very hesitant in that. In that, Mm. oh yeah, good works, blah, blah, blah. You must be saved. I'm still very much like... You, you can even say the right things mm. and still not quite grasp it. Um, so, yeah. I, but again, I, I think I think what it comes down to then is the need for a, a very strong and clear balance mm-hmm. of the two where mm-hmm. the life and, and the lifestyle and the fruits that come out show that, yes, you are a, you know, you are a child of God, mm. but then also where what you believe and the things that inform what you mm-hmm. believe are also sound and yeah. biblical. Yeah. Um, because I think, and, and again, I mean, I, I raised, I raised the topic from a point of, this is still something that I am kind of like, yeah, not sure of, mm-hmm. but I think my, 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 um, my whole thing was for me, it wouldn't get to that point initially. Anyway, it wouldn't get to the point where I am even considering like okay maybe something good can come out of this mm. church if that makes sense if i know that your doctrine is based on something yeah a, a bit you know off center yeah like um some will advocate yeah it, it's just it, it's so yeah a balance between the two you don't necessarily mm. need to have Doctrine down to down to T, mm. blah blah blah, this and that. Um, some would advocate works, 
almost like so this yes so as part of the documentary of Spat Nation that we watched mm. um, when they went out to go draw people in yeah. for their university mm. thing they were like oh we, we need to look good we're God's people we can't blah 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 this and that now mm. that that is very um, concerning mm. it's a very concerning stance it, it's, it's very funny because I was listening to was it Peter I think Peter's first letter and he's like let not your beauty be defined by the outward trimmings and ex- accessories mm-hmm. but by the inner true everlasting spirit led beauty that comes from a <laughs> quiet and um as a quiet and gentle spirit I just say, yeah. so it's like your activity mm. in trying to draw people into the church mm. is good mm. your approach your rationale questionable yeah yeah and it isn't in line with how god views you mm, mm, um mm. and it isn't in line with what god wants of you mm. and so yes you've got the fruits in terms of wanting people to come to the church mm. but the means by which you are producing those fruits and arguably the catalyst for that fruit mm. is questionable it's so, like so then if, should, should they stop not so and <laughs> this is the thing it's like um that's a difficult one yeah because i don't want to say yes stop but i don't want to say no mm. because it's like if i say yes stop then it's like well half of the churches should stop what they're doing yeah but at the same time you don't want people's experiences with church to be one of um, seduction. Mm. Essentially, you're seducing this person yeah, into yeah, your no, church. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that, yeah. But <laughs> also, it's like, at least these people are being introduced to some church. <laughs> but, that's, but it's like, <laughs> that can be damaging. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's it's very, yeah. But, and it's like a disclaimer that I want to throw in as well is that we're not trying to say, yeah, we're not trying to say your theology or your doctrine needs to be on point before you can start anything. Mm. We're not trying to say that. We're not trying to say you need to be able to quote the five solars, the five point Calvinism, whatever, like what's the difference between Calvinism, Arminianism, the different variations in between them, what is the Catholic orthodoxy, but we don't, we're not trying to say you need to be able to do all these things, but all we're saying is, know God, mm. and be like, grow in your knowledge of God, mm. and grow in knowing that he knows you, mm. that will shape everything else, mm. and it's, it's like, it's that growth, it's that growth, and it's, don't, don't seek to run before you can walk. Mm. Don't seek to like run. It's like that zeal would make you want to do the most. Mm. But sometimes that zeal will get you punched in the face. Mm. It's like when you go to the gym, mm. that zeal to be like, yo, I got gloves on, let me spar. <laughs> will get you beaten up. Soundly. But if you actually take your time to learn the different punches, to learn the kicks, to punch the bag properly, Mm. to know how to guard, to know how to defend yourself, you're still going to get beaten up, but not as bad. (laughs) Mm. But then you're in a position to grow, knowing that, mate, 
from a white belt, you need to get beaten up a little bit mm. to move up. And then hopefully you can start beating up other people. <laughs> but it's like, you need to learn the basics and yeah. then grow. Yeah. For yeah. some it's one day, for some it's two days, for yeah. some it's three months. But for each, like, interact with the basics. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, okay, so let's let's uh, let's go into our hookups now. Cool. Um, do you want to go first or should I? Um, I can go first. Cool. Um, so my hookup is um, an anime. Okay. Um, on Netflix, it's called Arise, which is oh, a okay. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah. Is that any good? It's good. It's good. Mm. Ghost in the Shell. There's Arise, Border One, Border mm. Two. I've just finished board. I've finished border one. I've started border two. Mm. They're both like fifty-five minutes long each, mm, okay. and they're good. I really enjoyed the first one. Um, Do you have to have watched uh, Full Metal Alchemist to <laughs> Ghost in the Shell? Ghost in the Shell to no. make any sense? No, so because I've watched it, I could kind of, I kind of knew who was it, but all the characters are introduced um, okay. individually. Mm. Um, so it's almost like this is your first interaction with them mm. and you get to figure out who, what, where, when and why okay. um, through it. And I think the main character, I've forgotten her name, but I didn't know this much about her mm. even from what, what I'd watched before. Okay. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I think it's good. I mm. really enjoyed it. Okay, okay. I think I saw it. I saw it when um, uh, the Scarlett Johansson Mm. Uh, Ghost in the Shell movie came out mm -hmm. and I think I don't know maybe I was researching it so it got suggested to me on Netflix mm -hmm. but I just never watched it um, mm. I think Netflix have got Ghost in the Shell the anime yeah, yeah, yeah the one. standalone complex yeah. ones yeah, yeah which I, I watched that I really enjoyed that one yeah um, yes. I, I standalone really, yeah. um, Samurai Champloo your last uh, yep. your last it's been doing a business yeah, Mate. yeah I've been watching that Mate. one oh. I've been watching that one hard I, I like the way they did that one. Mm. That was so silly. From the anime to yeah. the music to yeah. the dialogue, everything yeah. is dope. Yeah. <laughs> it's dope. Yeah. The beatboxing samurai. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah. All right. All right. So, my hookup is an artist. Um, so, people that listen to podcasts have probably heard me say that I like Eminem whenever he's trying to say something. Mm. So, this artist was one that got suggested um, when. Uh, and uh, Eminem kind of said in the fall uh, song where he's kind of going at everyone mm. in Kamikaze, he says something about an effing um, recovery copy of himself. Mm. Um, and he was like, a fan sent him that guy's work or something. And he NF. was NF. And sorry, I kind of stole yeah, your thunder. Yeah, that's cool, it's cool, it's cool. So <laughs> NF, um, I, I think... I was listening to Kamikaze again because mm. I'm trying to start. Well, not trying to start. I was writing. So I was listening to Kamikaze again, just listening to Eminem's wordplay and stuff because that's all I listen to him for if he's not saying something sensible. And it finished the album and then kind of went on. You know, Spotify kind of just mm. starts suggesting stuff. Yeah. And so one song came up and I was like, wait, what? It sounded like Eminem had gone Christian. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's happening here? So check it out. And it is NF. Mm. And I was like, okay. So I checked out. I've, I've listened to two of his albums. Mm. He's got three. Yeah, I'm listening to the um, the next album, the latest album ne next week, and he's good. Mm -hmm. He's good. I, I wouldn't say he's like a deep lyricist so much. Like he's got he's got bars. No, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. However, he's very honest on his music, mm -hmm. and it's very depressed. 
but it's the kind of music like you work out to. <laughs> 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 it's angry music. <laughs> um, but now nah, also he's just very honest on his tracks and, and um, I know he's not signed or he doesn't call himself a Christian rapper mm. per se, but he he himself recognizes he says I am a Christian, but that doesn't mean I'm perfect. Stuff like mm. that. Um, I live for the King. Like he's got lyrics. His lyrics. He doesn't swear, and he's talking about deep dark stuff. For sure, he doesn't swear. I mean, so far I haven't heard him swear. Okay, I think I've heard him swear in a couple of his songs. Right, so far. I mean, I've listened to just two albums. Okay. Um, I don't know what album or what song I listened to, but I thought I heard a couple okay. slip through. I, I haven't <laughs> heard it so far. I have, I ha- he does talk about dark stuff. Mm. He does talk about his fear, his anxiety, stuff like that. His mom dying from an overdose because she was a drug, um, addicted to pills, stuff like Mad. that. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's uh, NF. Check yeah. him out if you don't mind being depressed. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice are. music. It's good music, sorry? <laughs> or if you already are. Or if you already are. Yeah. He's, it's good. It's, it's honest music. It's honest. Yeah. Very honest music. Very aggressive rap. Um, but yeah, NF, he's, he's dope. He's dope, but I do enjoy, I am enjoying it. So I far. like that because yeah. that very much ties into our conversation. Mm. <laughs> Fruits and doctrine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it yeah. needs to be seen in a specific way for it to be related to Christianity or for mm. it to be your benefit to Christianity. Because mm. um, I think he was doing quote unquote Christian rap, but then like a lot of the Christian rappers now are moving away from that genre. Mm. Um, because there are a lot, there are a lot of restrictions. There are a lot of you need to be like this. You need to be like that. Mm. Um, mm. You need to cater to this audience. You need to cater to that audience. Yeah. You need to do this. Yeah. You need to do that. Yeah. And they're just like, yo, just just let me make music. Mm. Um, and you're not allowed to say certain things. You're not allowed to do certain things and stuff like that. Mm. Um, which, to some degree, has its benefits, holding you accountable and stuff. But other degrees, just like I'm paying for your music. You need to do what I want you to do. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. So again, fruits, doctrine, stuff like that mm. as a in the public figure. Mm. In the public light is yeah, it gets a lot more sticky. Alright, let's let's uh let's revisit the question I benched. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, um I was or what I've started what what I found myself starting to do was if I am having a conversation with someone, mm-hmm. um based on my circles more often than not that person's African um, and Christian mm-hmm. but an African Christian is a different thing from <laughs> a biblical Christian <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking he's not he's not joking but what, what I mean what I mean this is, is true. it's like I find myself sometimes not wanting to debate not no, no one not debate but not wanting to discuss certain things mm. because a lot of African tradition mm-hmm. has come into a lot of our Christianity, well, based mm-hmm. on my circles anyway, mm-hmm. and a lot of that isn't biblical. Mm-hmm. It's it's good in that Africans are big on respect mm-hmm. and and um, you know respect for the elderly, loyalty to the elderly, stuff like that. So there are a lot of good things mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily biblical. Yeah, and so where you start to challenge those things with maybe we should study maybe we shouldn't just take it because the pastor said it mm-hmm. then it becomes sort of an attack and i was starting to see that it was making people feel more like i'm against them mm-hmm. part of that could be maybe my delivery maybe not being sensitive mm-hmm. to how i'm saying it yeah but then i started to realize that and so i started to shy away from having those sort of discussions mm-hmm. and the question is 
is it worth having those sort of discussions if you potentially risk either shaking a person's faith so much? And I, I, I say that hesitantly because I'm not saying that I know I, I can shake a faith. I can't, I'm not mm. saying that. But it's like when you know people and you care for people, mm-hmm. you realize maybe what you're saying could shake them in a way that you don't intend to shake them. Mm-hmm. Is it worth having those conversations regardless of that? I was going to say yes, and then you said regardless of that. Um, <laughs> so I think sensitivity and wisdom definitely comes into place, comes into play when you're having these conversations. But I feel even the Bible charges us to have those conversations because mm. the Bible says it's a challenge false doctrine. Mm, mm, mm. And it, the Bible's clear. It's like you need to challenge false. Obviously, it doesn't say give it to everyone. It gives it to those in leadership and stuff like that. But it, it's, it's a case in which... Um, we are charged to challenge what we feel goes against the uh, goes against the Bible. Mm. So, that, th- just just before you get into it, what what I part of the way I see it sometimes is if a kid believing like a child mm-hmm. believing in Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and therefore in December that child is good mm. because they don't want to get a lump of coal. Mm. Is it necessary to go and tell that kid that nah Santa Claus doesn't exist and be good throughout the year? Or can I let them grow into that? I, yeah. I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound like judgmental, but mm. that's that's kind of like sometimes yeah. the mentality. That like Peter saying, some people are babes mm-hmm. that are still drinking the milk. Mm-hmm. He admonishes them to grow, start yeah. chewing the bone, yeah. but it's not like you have to do that now. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, so that's part of like mm. it is is you know that's part of yeah. consideration. Um, like my children don't believe in Santa. <laughs> first of all, first of that's all. not because of the Bible. That's because you don't want a white man taking responsibility, taking credit for you. Them man been doing that for too long, way too long. <laughs> not in my family. I, <laughs> I, I worked hard. You know, like that. To get you this gift. I bought this for you. No if you ain't been white good, man. I'm the person who knows, not Santa Claus. We don't have a chimney. <laughs> if I see anyone coming through my chimney, I'm shooting him. Um, <laughs> I see Santa get shanked. <laughs> Straight, you're in Heath now, baby. <laughs> That's why Santa don't come here no more. <laughs> Santa got jacked. Damn, got jacked like the pizza guy. <laughs> got jacked all the time. I, you, see, you see some any rain day on your roof, you think you're just going to chill. What? The kids are sending letters to North Pole. It's like we don't mate. deliver to CR0. <laughs> mate, not at all. Send your letter back. <laughs> yeah. Santa don't deliver to Thorntonheath. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think in terms of children, I, th- I think it's I, th- I think it's definitely around the way you go around it. It's, it's about how you go around it, and mm. you can dis you can um, dissuade them from Santa Claus, but still retain the magical element of Christmas you can still make it magical you can still make it a sense of um, awe and wonder Mm. and stuff like that like losing a tooth is still it's like the new beginnings of something Mm. it it doesn't have to be you're going to get money back no you're getting a new tooth Mm. like it's it's still uh, your your body is so amazing that it's taking out the old and bringing in the new Mm. like we we make we can make things magical Mm. without attributing it to a, a a fictional being and i know atheists are going to be saying that about jesus but um <laughs> it's like um i think there's definitely wisdom needed 
in the way that we do this and the way that we approach it. Mm. Um, I would challenge, I'm learning the wisdom around challenging um, false notions and doctrines and stuff. Mm. Mm. Um, there's, there's always a wisdom, there's always an approach which is unique to each individual. Mm. You can't have like cookie cutter shapes and just say, right, I'm yeah. just going to approach it this way. Yeah. But every person needs to be approached as an individual. Because I do believe that in the long run, it will do them more, be- more, more good, good than, than harm. Than harm. Yeah. And it's, it's like, now, believing in Santa Claus and then growing up and realising that it wasn't Santa Claus doesn't necessarily do you that harm. Yeah. Um, but believing that Jesus wants you rich or Jesus never wants you to be sick mm. initially and then discovering afterwards that that's actually incorrect mm. can do you harm mm. in the way that you perceive other people's faith if they're ill and how you respond to them not compassionate and stuff mm. or the way you, you come into a uh, setting and you see someone sick and you see people around them not praying for them and you're like you guys are lukewarm Christians you're not praying for this person mm. like it, it can do harm to the way that you engage with the faith mm. based on what you believe in mm. and so I feel as though it will be good and it's, it's almost like um, seeing a child eating with cutlery but not in the right in the appropriate manner mm. okay. it's like it it, like you're using a spoon and a fork. Mm. You're not quite being able to cut your meat properly, blah, 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 this and that. It's like, yes, you're still eating, mm. but the eating experience isn't like... As good as it could as be. As good as it could mm. be. Mm. Because you're not engaging with the meat as or whatever as you should be. In the right way. So yeah. if you're like, all right, cool. If you're eating from a bowl, it's advisable to use a spoon so you can get everything out. Mm. From a plate, cool, you can use a, you can use a fork. If you mm. need to cut stuff, you can get your knife and you can cut. And so it allows you to engage with it much fuller, mm. which then enhances your enjoyment. Mm. Um, so yes, I'll, I'll, I will say personally that I would say we should challenge it. Mm. Not, um, as the Bible said, we, we ought to challenge false doctrine. Some people teach false doctrines because they want to mislead people. Others are misled themselves. And that's and, uh, just and teaching what the misled yes. they've been taught. So if we are able to do that, but in doing that we shouldn't come from a perspective of i'm right you're wrong mm. but rather we could both be wrong let's mm. go to god and see what it is mm. and that mm. way you're both approaching this from a humble position mm. and you're open to the fact that something may need to change in your doctrine mm. Mm. which then doesn't put the other person on the defensive mm. but rather wants to engage to see if they can prove you wrong or whatever mm. and t- to see what what it is mm. um so that there's a humility in correcting other people, knowing that you might you, there might be something wrong in your theology. Mm, mm, mm. I think um, a, a, a different um, facet of this is part of the cultish thing is that they build in or they build in defense mechanisms into the teachings. Mm-hmm. So cultish preachers will tell you. Yes, they'll talk against me. <laughs> and when they talk against me, they're bad people. Mm-hmm. And you'll find people that follow these guys so adamantly are not open at all. There was one friend of mine that went or goes to uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. I'm dropping all the names because I don't care. Um, and she said something. I can't remember what it was. It was just, it was just completely unbiblical. Mm. And I was like, okay, why don't you just read this? And she was like, no, no. This is what they said. <laughs> and I was like, no, read this. It's in the Bible. I'm just giving you a verse to go and read it and then like, just read it for yourself. She's like, no. She, she didn't want to have anything to do with it. Quite simply because 
my well i mean my approach or, or our conversation came from a place of i didn't agree with the whole addition to the bible mm. the book of mormon being equal to the bible and mm. i just i just didn't agree with that i was like nah there there are so many features of the bible that demonstrate it being outside of human intelligence to construct mm. for you to tell me that another book written by some man is going to be it is of the same value it just doesn't work i apply that to everything so that's where the conversation started and i was just giving her like a scripture like no just go read this one in regards to what you said and see how it ties up with the bible and she's like nah and she was just plain nah and i was like i realized that had been built in mm-hmm. it'd been built into the preachings that you get every single day where they build in those factors to protect themselves against critique mm-hmm. and i think anything that's so so heavily guarded against critique is normally very it's questionable mm-hmm. i feel like if it's if it's the truth it doesn't really need the truth protects itself mm-hmm. just by being the truth mm-hmm. so when you start building in those sort of nah no one can question this not, no one should attempt to critique this then you've got a problem. Yeah, and one one of the interesting things is that for the for more more time for the most part, those who defend themselves by saying, "Oh, other people who attack us are just bad people," mm. often attack other people themselves. That, yeah, yeah, very true. And it's like that's very true. Double yeah. standard. Mm. Mm. But also, there's there's a quote by C.S. Lewis that I found I find amusing. Um, he says, "Some people spend time defending." the word of God mm. or defending God and he's like God is like a tiger in a cage you don't need to defend him nah he's good just open the cage he's good and he'll defend himself <laughs> he's very good and so it's like if and th- this is what I this is what I, I like about engaging in honest dialogue it's if you are truly in line with the truth as you engage in honest dialogue it should show mm. Mm. it should show and if the truth isn't just oh I've got a proof text mm. <laughs> oh this 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 says husband wives obey your husbands mm, mm. so whatever I say you should do it mm. but further, further down it says but husbands your your body is not yours it's your wives you should mm. do things to please your wife you mm. should love your wife blah 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 you should love your wife as Christ loves the church I'm just like, touching my ring now yeah lay down your life for her and it's just like let's not read that Nah. Let's just read the proof text. It's, 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 the, it's the one that we, it's the one that we like. like that. Yeah. And it, it's like, if we go in the nature and the spirit of the word, we, does your notion line up with the nature and the spirit of, of the God. word? Yeah. As like the spirit of God as revealed in the word. Yeah. Um, and so if you're like, yes, this, this is what should happen, then consistently we should be able to see signs of it throughout the word, not mm. just in your proof text. Mm. Mm. It should be, because God God doesn't change, mm-hmm. it should be demonstrable throughout all of His instructions, interactions with mm-hmm. humanity, with it as as demonstrated. But so but, yeah, um, yeah, I I would I personally would argue that yes, it is worth there is worth in um, challenging someone mm. on their beliefs. Because mm. um, I I personally believe that he who start he who began a good work will finish it. Mm. The author of our faith will perfect it. Mm. Our faith is not in our hands, even though God calls us to partner with him. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's not in our hands. It's in his hands. Mm. And so something might shake our faith. But if we lose it, did we even have it in the first place? Mm. Mm. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I think the biggest thing I take away is the fact that it does come down to wisdom. Yeah, yeah. In in the approach, in, in, in the conversation. I think, like, yeah, um, just yesterday we had a, on, the, on the group, me and Ayo were debating something. Mm. And I like, I really love, shout out Ayo, because I think that kind of shows what a healthy debate, or for me, that's one of the healthy debates that are, it's not malicious. Mm -hmm. It's just we have different opinions on what's the right thing to do. Mm. And we just express it. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't have to agree with me. Mm -hmm. But then the way that we, that conversation could have gone very differently if it was someone else. Yeah. And then it'll start to get personal. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah. your hair doesn't grow. <laughs> you know, but I think... You have no eyebrows. <laughs> you know, it just... Okay, thank you. It's kind of... You know, but... It was it was so much less about that and more yeah. about now what's what's our understanding of what the truth is and mm -hmm. both of us trying to come to the truth yeah you know and, and understanding that maybe it's just two different shades of it mm -hmm. that we both vibe with yeah more yeah. I, I just I think that's definitely lacking but that also takes a certain person to achieve mm -hmm. where if I was defensive or if I was defensive we wouldn't get there yeah so just as you were saying that. I think wisdom in when you're coming to that conversation, creating an environment where the person feels mm -hmm. safe. Yeah. Um, one of the guys that I love listening to, he's passed actually, Dr. Uh, Chuck Missler. Says, say, sorry? I you about to say someone else. No, no. Who? Who? No, no. I don't think you ever hear me quote. Anyway, <laughs> nah, <cool. laughs> Dr. Chuck Missler, he said, um, the surest barrier to truth is a presumption that you already have it. Mm. And he applies that like to everything he comes to. So even when he's like, obviously I'm very stuck on this idea that the Bible is the truth. Mm. I'm very stuck on that idea because it's displayed it's in various means. Mm. However, when I come to a debate, I always tend to, for me, come from the point of what if I'm wrong? Mm -hmm. If I'm wrong, is there something here I can gain? And I feel like the Bible and the truth is strong enough to be presented in such means that God as that tiger is mm. being, he's strong, he's strong enough for you to just open the cage and be like, if my God is really strong, he will come out of this. Mm -hmm. If he's not, maybe there's something I need to learn. Yeah. So far he hasn't disappointed. Kind of what? Yeah. So far he hasn't disappointed. But I think that's, that's a healthy way mm -hmm. to have these sort of conversations and debates and stuff. And I think wisdom is plays such a, such a big role, mm -hmm. as you said, in, mm -hmm. in going about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was just walking, something came to me, totally like gone. But I think that's, that's a good um, notion. Wisdom, even in challenging growth, mm. um, wisdom is such a good place. Wisdom is such... Yeah, and it, it's it, yeah, yeah, wisdom, and it's just knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Mm, mm. And so it's very much, are, are we doing this for the edification of a person, mm, or is mm. it? I've got this truth. Yeah. So is, is it just to make me feel? Yeah. Sit down yeah, and listen I'm smarter to than you. Yeah. I know more. I'm a better Christian yeah. than you. Can yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. I think uh, I think that's a good place to round up. Yes, sir. Um, shout out to Robert. Who wasn't able to make it today? Mm -hmm. 
Um, shout out to Ayo who got called out. <laughs> I'm cussing him on the podcast because <laughs> I couldn't cuss him out yesterday. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Shout out to Ayo. He might, he might be featuring soon to co- continue to finish the conversation. that. Bit, yeah. Um, to that boy. Have you got anything you want to shout out? Anything coming along? Um, oh, um, my wife is currently doing a GoFundMe. To oh, potentially so go, actually, yeah, yeah, to potentially go to America on a poetry residential, um, yeah, no obligation, but definitely will appreciate any mm. any change, any shout outs, any shares, any mentions. Um, I think I, I saw it in church, lives. so I kind of didn't even listen, but I saw she was doing something. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I need to check this out. She has a yeah. GoFundMe thing. Mm. Um, she's trying to raise money to go to America for, as I said, um, residential. poetry residential. Mm. Um, she so it's like it's something that you need to apply for, and then you be shortlisted, and then you go through. So she's gone through the whole process. She's she's been able to win a spot. Okay. Um, by the grace of God yeah. so yeah she just needs to raise the funds to, to go, go there so she needs to pay for the tuition mm. but she also needs to pay for the flights over there and stuff oh. like that yeah. so yeah um, I think yeah so just yeah. covering all of that yeah. it's in December it's in it's around Christmas time so it might be a lonely Christmas for me um, but I, I really want her to engage with what God is calling her to engage with yeah. and to grow as God is calling her to grow so I'm, I'm more than happy to, to part ways with her for a few days <laughs> to see that growth I need, um, I need to take this post yeah. back up and then throw something in there. Go find me. So yeah, that'll be that'll be much appreciated. If mm. even if like you can't do anything but just share it to to your people, your social media networks and stuff, mm. um, that'll be appreciated. The yeah. more eyes on it, hopefully, the more people that will be able to give into it and help further her her giftings and her craft. That shall be Robert's hookup. I shall link it in the description. Um, cool. I think uh, yeah, Nancy meets productions ongoing. Yes, sir. Uh, Yesterday was so dope because we had um, a bunch of ladies come through and it just turned into like a Bible study. And they were, just, they were just going in. I was like, oh. Dope. And when they're there and then one person's like actually making notes, like she's making her own notes to go home. And <laughs> I was like, yes. And it was just, it was just lovely. Yeah. Just oh, really hey, that's dope. Yeah. So, yeah, watch out for Nancy Meeks. Mm. Um, yeah. I will be finishing the Bible by the end of the year. Which means the sixty six will begin as soon as that's done. So that's uh, done, that's though. dope. Um, anyway, if you want to get in touch, well, shout out to Rude for yes, the intro sir. and the outro. Uh, I think Rude's come out with a new album as well, so you guys should sure. check that out. Like those vibes, man. Those vibes are just sick. Samurai Champloo had me going back to Fun. some old school, lo fi hip hop type vibes. Just dope. Check them out. It's perfect for like working or reading or just wanting to chill. Yeah, I normally listen to those lo-fi hip-hop stuff when I'm yeah. reading when I've got some intense reading to do. Yeah, just yeah, in the yeah, background yeah. and just get into it. Because you don't have to listen to words. Mate, just no beats, words. Yeah. And it's like the rhythm of it kind of helps you just kind of carry, yeah, yeah. carry on. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, shout out to that. Uh, shout out to uh, Calvin Turner for the logo, other mm-hmm. amazing logo. Um you can find us on SoundCloud. Check us out, The Blacksmith Furnace, uh, with no apostrophe, uh, the soundcloud.com, The Blacksmith Furnace. If you want to find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, anything, oh, yeah. uh, The Blacksmith Furnace, just search for The Blacksmith Furnace uh, with an apostrophe between the S and H, and you will find us. Um, yeah, uh, email tbsfurnace at hotmail.com. Twitter at the Furnace UK, 
Tweet, tweet. We're not on Instagram, I don't believe. No, nah, we're not on Instagram. No. Um, but look, anyhow, anyhow, you guys want to get in touch. Maybe we've talked about your church. You want to have a conversation. Again, like, I can't, we come to it as we don't, we're not saying we know the best. Yeah. We're not saying we're the best. We're just saying we've had experiences and we're sharing our experiences. So if you have any differing views, like we're more than, you're more than welcome to come aboard and just have a conversation. We might learn something. I might learn something. get shut down. Nah, nah. I might learn something. Um, but yeah, please feel free to get in touch, get, get talking. And uh, yeah, I believe that is a furnace. Signing out. Good talking.